Hey there, welcome to The Career Prescription. I'm your host, Marjorie Stiegler. This podcast is all about the important stuff they don't teach you in medical school, about how to treat your career like the business it really is, and how to be strategic about your success. I'll show you how to use modern strategies to get ahead, create your own path, and do more of what you love. Every episode is inspired by questions from listeners just like you, so be sure to subscribe and, of course, send me those questions so I can use them on a future episode. So you don't miss anything, be sure to always check the show notes on my website. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Okay, thanks guys for joining me today. This is going to be all about a question that I think is on a lot of people's minds, frankly, whether or not they should be dropping their side gig. So if you're listening to this podcast, you are very likely a physician or other medical professional who also has a lot of other interests and are either very interested in growing your own career as a thought leader, or you have other businesses and other sort of things that you're doing on the side, perhaps as a creative. So I've been asking around in my own groups and and asking in other groups how my colleagues are feeling. I have already posted a bit about how people are feeling related to frontline clinical work, right? People who are really doing much, much more clinical work than they were before because they're in a specialty where they're really, you know, uniquely uh, poised to, to really help with this pandemic. And then, of course, there's other physicians whose practices have slowed down quite a bit or who, who are finding themselves really with more time on their hands. And some of this, of course, is going to shift depending upon what parts of the country you live in and, and whether or not you're facing a current surge. But so I, I've already talked about that um, a, few, a few times. And today I want to kind of focus on something that might feel a little bit more lighthearted, but that I've come to realize causes a lot of people a, a lot of stress. So um, let's focus today on our fellow physicians who have side gigs. So it's increasingly common today, as I've mentioned, for physicians to have these side gigs, I either want to supplement their income, or many are having sort of a transitional plan to try to replace their income, or just to feed their sort of creativity and entrepreneurial spirit. And so while I do know a few docs who actually make full-time income this way, really the vast majority of people do not, or at least they don't yet. And actually quite a few are in the phase of investing money, um, spending money, trying to get things off the ground. Now, this of course could be selection bias that that that's who comes to me for help, right? That's a lot of who my audience is, but the vast majority of folks that I know who are doing this still are practicing medicine. They still have other incomes um, and they're, they're all in various phases of trying to figure out sort of why and what to do. So I've been asking around about, you know, how, how this is impacting people. Um, certainly people for whom public speaking is a big thing. Uh, we'll talk about separately. That's something where many of us have had a lot, a lot of gigs canceled. Um, then there's a lot of other types of businesses that are really thriving and others that are not thriving. And as people who are trying to get their businesses off the ground, know, or who are just trying to grow their blogs or their podcasts or their thought leadership, there's really quite a bit of effort involved in uh, thinking about and, and creating and constantly kind of putting things out there. And when something else, a different topic is sort of consuming all the oxygen, it can be really hard to figure out what to do. So I have been asking around in my groups and in, in other groups where I'm a member, and I came across a post that I thought just basically captured all of it. I mean, not verbatim, but the, the original poster asked a similar question that I have been asking. And the kinds of comments that were coming in really echoed what I've been hearing all around. So I thought, let's discuss this. Uh, and I'll be using that as sort of the backbone for this episode. And along the way, I'm going to offer five key questions 
that I think you can ask yourself in order to help you decide what to do about your own side gig right now. Um, it might be the time to stop and pull back a little bit, but actually, even for some who are listening who, who don't have anything going on, it might actually be the time to start. So we're going to talk about the reasons people are putting their businesses and career growth on hold. And we'll also talk about some of the specific kinds of businesses that are really thriving right now, actually, while others are totally crashing and, and kind of why that is. And importantly, we're going to get into the importance of knowing your own sort of motivations and values and the why behind why you're even bothering to do any of this. Um, you know, why is it that people have so many side gigs? And that's a very personal question that will vary for people. It's very, very important to get clear on that for yourself in order to be able to guide your, your future moves. And then I'm going to share a few tidbits, personal tidbits about how my own businesses are doing. And finally, we'll talk about ways to move forward and face the changes that are really coming for all of us. So, okay, let me back up and, and I'm going to read the, the post that really, I thought, again, captured all these conversations. I want to be clear that not everything that I'm saying here in today's episode is taken from that thread. I'm, of course, going to protect people's uh, identities as well. Not all of this is coming from that thread, but because so many people are saying so much of the same thing, uh, it was just sort of, it was helpful for me um, as like an aha moment that this really deserved its own episode. And I'm going to kick it off by reading her comment specifically. This is from a surgeon at someone that I know, and she had asked the group, uh, has anyone else dropped their side gig during the pandemic? It's not because I don't have enough time. In fact, my clinical load has decreased, not increased. It just doesn't feel like the right time to focus on it. I want to focus on my kids, my family, and my self-care and finding meaning right here, right now. Anyone else taking an entrepreneurial hiatus? So that was her question. Now, within that thread, and also, again, in other places where similar questions have been answered, so a lot of people just simply saying, yes, I've stopped. I, you know, I'm, I'm not doing anything else. Some people were indicating that they felt they were sort of forced to in some way and others that they wanted to. So some people were saying, you know, I really want to focus on these other things right now. Um, some saying that they were either forced to either because um, their their clinical load had increased uh, or uh, for a couple of reasons that I'm about to get into here. So some people said that um, they realized that the efforts they were putting in at growing their side gig or trying to figure things out, trying to get profitable, trying to understand even what to be doing, that that had been stressing them out so much more that they had they had not realized before. And now with this sort of additional layer of stress and perhaps responsibility, it was kind of a wake up call that they felt like what they were doing uh, was not working for them in some way, right? It wasn't, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fulfilling. It was just stressing them out. And often that's related to not really having a clear plan or a good understanding of what to do, right? A lot of people feel that stress when they're trying to figure things out on their own, um, a lot of that can be avoided, but it is certainly a reality for many people, especially when you're bootstrapping, trying to do it without any formal coaching or training. Um, that's that's the reality of entrepreneurship, and it, and it can be stressful. Uh, other people said that they had their clinical duty had increased, and so they just didn't have time. Uh, one person, uh, at least one person that I can recall, had even sort of mentioned that they were kind of glad that their business wasn't doing that well. Because since they did have increased clinical duty, they didn't think they would have been able to really serve their customers the right way. Um, now that, you know, their sort of main job, their day job, it's sort of taken over uh, in terms of priority. A lot of people expressed having kind of a creativity block, not really sure what to write about or what to speak about or what courses or coaching or what, what would, would really serve their customers. 
Um, a lot of people expressed what I know I am feeling right now, which is the logistical challenges of, you know, homeschooling and being able, um, really challenged to produce any content at home because there's so much added noise and distraction. And even as I'm recording this right now, I mean, my kids are probably about to come bursting in here at any second. Uh, and, and, you know, the whole thing will be a wash. One person said my side gig dropped me. Now I don't really know exactly what she meant or what her side gig happened to be, but I am hearing a lot of people saying that basically no one's buying anymore. No one is showing up for their paid events. No one is hiring their services. No one's buying their products. I mean, that's true actually for many businesses, obviously right now, and it's true for many professionals. And it's also true for physicians, whether you're, you know, an entrepreneur or whether you're just a straight up employed doctor, you know, a lot of people, um, their volume is down right now. Their, their livelihoods are affected. So those are all, I think, very valid reasons why people are pulling back. Uh, and I think they're, they're super important. It's important to be aware of them. And it's also important to kind of see which one of these resonates for you, if any of them, because some of them, you know, are things that you ought to really listen to and others can be mitigated, right? They can be mitigated easily. So in thinking about all these challenges that physicians with side gigs are facing right now, I've got five questions and I'm going to kind of dig in. And I will, again, use some of the examples from within that thread um, and also other threads to illustrate what I mean. Okay. So question number one, you should ask yourself, do your people, your customers, uh, those that you serve, do they need you more right now or less? And by that, I mean, will they feel served by you or are you sort of a distraction or a stressor or potentially even spam, right? Do they want to hear from you? Are you helping a problem that people are currently having? One person was saying she did take a break, but then they really, she is back now in her side gig and she expressed it like this. I did take a break, but now I'm busy working in my business again. I was being selfish and I realized that my people need me just uh, as much now as ever. And uh, someone else said, I struggled with it at first. I took a step back, but I'm starting to realize people are still looking for solutions and me showing up from a, pay, a place of love and genuine caring will go a long way. Uh, those are comments from people that I think are realizing that the kind of work that they were doing, people still really did need, or perhaps needed even more. One person says, it depends on what the business does. Right? That's smart. Depends on what the business does. My business is to help physicians build profitable businesses. The problem I solve is at an all-time high right now, so taking a hiatus will be evil. <laughs> she may be being a little hard on herself there. Um, but I've worked harder in the last few weeks than all year to serve other physician entrepreneurs Businesses need to pivot, reinvent, and position themselves for post-COVID-19 uh, era. If they will survive and thrive, they need to be full speed ahead right now. That, again, is, is somebody else's comment. But I do I feel like the sentiment there is, is right on. I don't think people need to be full speed ahead right now. Um, I disagree with that a little bit. I think it's a very personal decision. Uh, but there is absolutely, as we'll get into a little later, opportunity to pivot and reinvent and, and position oneself um, and also it sounds like if she is serving other people who are business builders, the, if they are trying to get their businesses off the ground right now, then they do indeed need her. So that's really question one, right? If you feel your customers need you more than ever, um, even if they aren't really in buying mode, that might be a really important reason to stay highly engaged in your side gig. I do have friends and colleagues who have their own businesses and they, they are experiencing sort of a dip in sales but a, a surge in interest. And so if people are still looking to you for, for, you know, filling their needs, I'm not saying you need to 
um, to do everything all free content creation, but it's a really good opportunity potentially to continue moving your business forward a little bit, making new connections as we'll talk about soon uh, in, in a way that is business oriented because your people need you, right? They need that product or service that you're doing. Okay. Question two, are you feeling replaceable or vulnerable? This is a theme that could be an episode in, in its entirety. And maybe I, I will do that. But one of the popular themes that I'm hearing right now so much is that people, physicians in particular, are feeling very replaceable. They feel like they want more options. They feel like they're a cog in the wheel and they, they don't feel valued. They don't feel respected. They don't feel autonomous. That, like All of this sort of negative feelings about uh, going to work, either because they aren't in control of how they're practices are run or because uh, as we've talked about before, they're being asked to work in these unsafe conditions with, with, uh, you know, um, unacceptable levels of, of protection. And this is something that um, the theme is really heightened right now, but it, it, it's something I've been hearing loud and clear kind of for a long time. It's one of the reasons that my partner, uh, Jill and I started the transformed retreats for women physicians very much uh, about understanding people's feeling of of sort of of being a nobody or just being a warm body or being a, a, some kind of a cog in the wheel rather than having a unique value. One person summarized it like this. They said, I've been working harder on my side gig now than ever because I think the pandemic has shown us we need other options in the event that we're furloughed, laid off, or we walk away because of abuse. So I, I mean, that really struck me. She's feeling like in a way physicians are being abused right now or taken advantage of. And this was one of the most liked and replied to comment in the thread. It had a lot of engagement. So it's a little bit sad, but it's sort of a dose of reality. That's how a lot of doctors are feeling right now. So I would say if you feel that your current sort of day job or main gig undervalues you and you don't have a sense of purpose or security or whatever it is that matters to you there, and you feel like having something of your own or a, a you know a profitable extra source of income or two would really make the difference, that's an important reason to stick with it. I will say though, that for many people who are feeling stuck in medicine, a side gig is not necessarily the right solution. You know, entrepreneurship is hard. Making a profitable business is difficult. Many people will fail at it. More people will fail at it than will succeed. Uh, so sometimes it's a different solution. And this, again, we dig into at, at transform. So for those who are thinking about it, I don't even know if we'll be able to do it again this year because of the travel Maybe we'll pivot and make it virtual, but um, th this is the, the kind of thing is figuring out really what's the problem so you can address the right problem and then find the right solution. So sometimes it might be a side gig or some passive income stream like we're always hearing about, but sometimes it's just a career change and that could be a pivot within your own career space, working in a different capacity or a different kind of practice model, or it could be a very different career change, you know, something that's much more dramatic. Um, that's a pivot to sort of a non-clinical space, a non-patient facing space, or maybe even something totally non-medical. Um, I'm going to put the link in, in the show notes to the Industry Insider, if you're interested in that, it's a four-part webinar series to really talk about uh, the healthcare business, healthcare industry, which is um, of a lot of, a lot of physicians are very curious about it. And sometimes that makes all the difference. People can contribute to medicine and to healthcare on sort of a macro scale using the, the skills that they have, but in a very, very different way. Um, you guys are going to hear background noise, by the way. I know I can hear it. 
and I'm, I'm not even going to edit it out. It just is what it is. It's COVID, so bear with me, and thank you for that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's really, really worth spending the time getting this right. Do that introspection to understand whether the uh, sort of different main gig is a better solution for you than a different side gig. Okay, question number three. Do you get joy or other personal satisfaction from the work itself? And I want to emphasize the work itself. And I mean, whether or not you make any money, are you getting joy or personal satisfaction from doing the work, even if it is not profitable, even if you are not making money? So one person's comment said, I know that what I'm doing can help a lot of people to make extra money right now. And I know a lot of people need to make money right now. So that pushes me. So that's part of her why, right? Is that is, she knows that her, her services are important. We've already talked about that already, that 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 it seems like her customers need her more. But then she goes on to say, it also serves as stress release for me, which is important. So I think really that that's very interesting. She has sort of a twofold why, but I want to focus in here on the second part, which is that doing this work serves as a stress release for her, which is really in stark contrast to what a lot of people are feeling and facing when they're trying to grow certain businesses. So on the other hand, when people get involved in the kind of service that makes you feel really, really good, it can be very energizing. People can feel, you know, really kind of jazzed up just from having had those interactions. They feel like they're doing something useful. They're making a positive difference, an important contribution, and that can feel really good. It can be a big stress reliever, which is different, you know, than, than finding that your side gig feels like it's a stressor. I will say that I've noticed that people who are um, coaches or otherwise, you know, offering services around career transitions or small business growth, uh, things like that seem to really be digging in and thriving. I, I don't know with certainty whether or not their companies are actually thriving, but I know that they at least feel like they're digging in and many people are reporting that their customers need them more than ever. And I can vouch for this on my side. I promised I'd give you guys some personal tidbits. And I will say interest in my online courses for business branding and even public speaking, which is interesting. We'll talk in a moment about pivoting on that. But um, the courses that I have on branding, on public speaking, small business, and also on pivoting to industry, um, these are through the roof, the amount of traffic and interest that I'm having here. And I think that is probably because of the nature of the kind of work, because it speaks to people sort of, you know, having the, the kind of problems that we talked about in question number two, which is whether people are really feeling satisfied in their main gig or their day job. Um, and I do find, you know, it's energizing and, and rewarding to do this work um, and to connect with people around these topics, uh, even if there wasn't an increase in work. So for, for my why, um, I'm still very, very engaged in wanting to help people and connect with people around this. And either as just a, a coincidence or it's just, you know, a good match, but the interest is also way, way up because people do need this stuff right now. So when you're thinking about, you know, question three, what, you know, are you getting joy or personal satisfaction from the work itself, whether or not you're making money that can really, I think, help you to know, first of all, if you're in the right kind of side gig and if it connects deeply with your why. So I've heard from a lot of folks who primarily earn their side gig money, um, by doing sort of dropship models or, or like selling on Amazon, like fulfilled by Amazon, uh, or by ads, banner ads on their, on their blogs or by affiliate income. And a lot of these people, uh, while they can make good money or they're generally not passion projects, you know, when you're doing a dropship company or doing fulfilled by Amazon, 
these aren't products that you have made, right? You don't have any real stake in that game. It's not a company that you started. Um, it, it's you're sort of an intermediary. And similarly, when you are um, promoting products or services for which you're an affiliate, you might really like some of them, uh, but but it's a little bit different. It's not your baby. Um, and ads are a little bit different as well. So for most people, this is not really a passion project. And this kind of work primarily is often just not that sustaining. So for those people, if they are thinking about question three, you know, whether or not they make money, are they getting personal satisfaction? I think the answer for many of them is no. When they're not making money, this is not satisfying. And, and it does feel like an extra sort of slog and they want to get through it. Um, also, and again, maybe this is just coincidence, I'm not sure, but in some cases, those income streams have just completely evaporated with the COVID situation. Um, a lot of people are just, they're perhaps in this kind of scarcity mode, people aren't really buying a lot of um, extraneous things. And so the affiliate income may be down, the dropship models are certainly down. So a lot of that stuff is really, it's down. Um, for me, I have a very narrow sort of range of affiliate relationships. And I would say mine are, are kind of thriving because again, they're all really connected to um, the purpose, right? People want to learn more about Kajabi, which is the online course platform that I use to do my online courses, which are also thriving, right? People want to know how to do that. Um, I do a lot of my free content through Demio, which is my webinar software. People want to know how to do that. Um, this podcast, I use Buzzsprout as my host. People want to know how to do that. I think this all reflects that why that physicians have this really strong desire to grow their thought leadership and to be autonomous and to create something of value that they feel like is their own. And that's in part what really drives the physician side gig movement. And since that is sort of an area in which my business is of service, that might be why those small sort of niches are growing right now, whereas other things are really um, crashing down. But so as you're thinking about your own work, you know, are you getting personal satisfaction from doing it or is it stressing you out? <laughs> because you want, you do want to uh, make sure that you are taking good care of yourself and that if it is more stressful to you than it's worth, that is something to pay attention to. It either means it's not the right move for you and maybe, maybe it's not the right kind of additional income stream or, or activity to be involved in, uh, or it could be that it's not the right time right now. But either way, really pay attention to that, whether you get personal satisfaction from it, because uh, there are things that can be profitable and then they can dry up in a snap. And if you don't enjoy them, um, you don't like them, then they aren't necessarily something I'd be you know, pouring your heart and soul into during times like this. Okay, question four, moving on to question four. Is there an opportunity to pivot, evolve, or showcase your skills in a new way? So while certain groups are thriving and in very high demand, as we've talked about, that's definitely not the case for everything. And even for me, as I, I mentioned, that's not the case for everything. Um, getting, you know, having a lot of my speaking engagements canceled uh, or transitioning to virtual is a business challenge, right? It's something that's important to understand. Uh, that's why, as I've talked about in the speaking prescription, having a really solid contract is important to protect both liability and income, but also just the, the sort of new reality that people aren't uh, booking a lot of in-person speaking. This is, um, it might be surprising then that, you know, my, my online course about how to get paid as a public speaker is actually getting even more traffic and enrollment than usual. So 
why is that? That's, I think, because when people really look into the descriptions, even though their likelihood of getting paid as a public speaker from the podium is diminished, at least for the time being, and possibly even into the future, it's a really great opportunity to look at other ways besides that traditional podium that you can make really good income as a speaker. Um, Most people think about speakers in that traditional way, kind of behind the podium in a big auditorium. Um, But this is something that is really represents just a small part of the opportunity. And some of you know that I am the coach for the uh, signature speaker series for the Association of Women Surgeons. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can check that out more on my blog if you want. It's not my program. It's a flagship program initiative from the Association of Women Surgeons um, intended to elevate the professional visibility of their mid-career surgeons. They've hired me to be their coach. It's all about speaking and, you know, professional speaking. So the people are doing good medical work, doing good research, are not really getting the speaker opportunities that they need. And that's sort of where, where I come in. And the program runs all year long. And it started with this sort of longer in-person kickoff last fall. And it's followed by a series of webinar style lessons. And many of the new gigs that my speaker students have landed for the year are now either virtual or canceled. And so this is a really great opportunity for us to really focus on the set of skills related to digital presentation and virtual speaking. Uh, But there's also just tons more in the speaking prescription about how to use your speaking skills uh, in a way that might involve doing things that are workshops, but also might involve doing things that are digital, like webinar series and other things like that, so that you can get uh, sort of a, a lucrative career stream going on around your speaking skills besides things that are just at the podium. Now, there are other examples of you know opportunities to pivot, evolve, and help in a new way. Simple solutions to take the same skills that you have and the needs of your customers and fill them in a different way. This is why companies that are in the business of facilitating delivery are totally killing it right now. Um, And they are probably going to continue because people are not going to go back to their old ways of doing things in terms of shopping and obtaining food. I mean, people will go back to restaurants and grocery stores more Um, that will exist, but there will be sort of a new level of expectation that you can get delivery of just about anything at any time. I mean, the folks who are in the business of facilitating those deliveries are, are, are making money. They're profitable now. And it's just like the people who are already set up for and who already understood how to do virtual or digital products and services are continuing to thrive right now. I think this is true even of people who are already doing telemedicine or who are quickly able to pivot and do so, right? If someone really very quickly was able to say, instead of closing my practice, I'm going to pivot to some kind of telemedicine. These people are in a great business position, and it's definitely not too late for everyone else to get on board. But I do think that just by kind of hiding out and hoping that things go back to normal, that's probably not an effective business strategy or career strategy. I don't think their new normal, whatever it is going to be, uh, whenever post-COVID is, is not going to look like the normal of late 2019. So when you're asking about whether or not you should hang on to that, that side gig or whether you should ditch it, think about if there's an opportunity to pivot, evolve it, or showcase it in some way that meets a different you know, set of needs, an evolving and changing set of needs. And then finally, question five, are there small steps you can take to stay engaged and to stay relevant, even if you are not going full force with your business? So one of the very popular comments, again, in this thread read, uh, I think there's a time and a season for everything. You may not make as much money or even any money right now, but try to show up, share what you're doing and what you are feeling, and you might connect with others you haven't connected with before. Then somebody said, 
doing small things daily really adds up. I've been building my business slow and steady for six years, sometimes busier than others, depending upon what I'm juggling. And I've never been more thankful for my side gig, which is now my only gig because I don't have to worry about work during the crisis. That's really powerful. And it is, I think, true. I, as someone who's been at this for over 10 years, uh, hearing from her that she's been building her business slow and steady for six some years, sometimes busier, sometimes slower, but now has actually replaced uh, her, her other job and makes her feel that she has the security. She doesn't have to worry about it is fantastic. Uh, and then a third comment, I'm working like crazy trying to learn more about email marketing, speaking and writing right now, because I actually have the time to think about it. Also trying to create content for later. So those are three comments that really speak to the idea of whether there are small steps you can do to stay engaged and stay relevant, even if you aren't going full force, you know, one being new connections, another being kind of the slow and steady uh, concept, and a third being to do the things now that you didn't have time to do before a lot of it, an investment in yourself or investment in your, in your skills and a, in a creating of content uh, in a time that feels less busy. And again, this is very personal. Some people are certainly not less busy. They're more busy. Um, but I think these comments are spot on. As I mentioned, as I've been at this uh, as a physician entrepreneur for over 10 years, and I've got a lot of these different experiences under my belt, those comments really ring true. I think it's a great time to build engagement and connections. Again, whether or not it's in sort of a money, money making uh, paradigm, even if that's not what you're doing with your business to really connect and understand your customer more deeply and understand how you can be of service may be a very, very good time to build that engagement. It is also a really great time to learn some new skills. One of the biggest frustrations I hear from folks who come eventually to take my courses is that one of the reasons they do so is they were tired of wasting time and money trying to figure stuff out on their own, or they felt like they were burned by wasting a bunch of money hiring kind of the wrong kinds of consultants or virtual assistants who just sort of didn't really get their, their brand voice or their business didn't really understand the intended customer. And so really weren't doing a very good job. They were trying to outsource, uh, make their lives easier, but it wasn't being effective. So if you happen to have extra time right now, if that's the case for you, this may be a really good opportunity to get the right kind of help uh, for your businesses or to really learn a set of skills so that, you know, you are more facile and you know exactly what you want. You will be more effective at maybe doing some of these things yourself, but you'll also be much more effective at outsourcing them if you really know what it is that you're talking about when it comes to some of these branding principles, marketing principles, content creation, and, and so forth, connecting with the right kind of customer. So those are the five questions I think to consider. I'm going to read them again, just real quick uh, to recap. Number one, do your people need you even more now or less? Uh, do you personally feel replaceable or vulnerable, right? Is that part of your why? Is that part of what's driving? Uh, number three, do you get joy or other personal satisfaction from the work itself? Again, regardless of whether it's making any money. Number four, is there an opportunity for you to pivot, evolve, showcase your skills, serve your customers in a new way? And number five, are there small steps you can take to stay engaged and relevant, even if you're not going full force with your business? I think those five questions will be very helpful to you in deciding whether to step back from your physician side gig right now with the COVID crisis going on. For some, that is absolutely going to be the right thing to do. For others, it's one of the best times to really dig in and really grow. Um, and again, whether you have a business or whether you're just talking about your own professional growth and your sort of career strategy, this works for everyone. Uh, for some people, it's uh, well, actually for every everybody, anyone who's listening, it's a really great time to get super, super clear on your values, 
your goals, the sort of the why that underlies what you're doing. Because if you skip that part, it's really easy to go down a rabbit hole of invested time, money, effort, sweat equity into trying to build something or change something that really won't address the true problem or conflict that you're facing. So even if you are completely successful in getting the outcome that you think you're working towards today, if it's not the right answer to the conflict behind your why, behind your values, then it's not the right answer. And you'll find yourself in sort of a different world uh, with a different, you know, the same set of problems really, but just sort of dressed up in new clothes. Uh, Part of that I think is related to what we talked about at the beginning of this episode, which is, is a side gig really the thing, or is there something different for you to be doing with your main gig? And again, it could look very different, right? But it doesn't even need to necessarily be practicing as a physician. So I do have an upcoming episode where we're going to talk about what it's like to be a non-clinical physician during the pandemic. And I've got to tell you, I've been asking about this quite a bit from others as well. And as you know, I have experience here uh, personally, and the perspectives I'm hearing are so varied. I think this episode is going to be just so good. People's experiences are really um, deep. They're really strong emotionally. They're all over the map and it's super intriguing. So I hope you are subscribed. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss it. Thanks for joining me on this episode of The Career Prescription. Be sure to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you're using to listen today, and definitely send me those questions so I can answer them and give you a shout out on a future episode. Bye for now. (music) 